The Dallas Stars have one more game on the schedule before they take a break for Christmas. The Montreal Canadiens coming into town for a matchup, their second and final meeting of the season with the Dallas Stars. Big one tonight, not necessarily the heaviest weights of teams, but a lot on the line for the Dallas Stars is it's very crucial that they find a way to get two points in this game. Today, we'll take a look at the Canadians roster and talk about who to be on the lookout for, what can make this team dangerous, and also talk about why the Dallas Stars should win this game based on a very heavy offensive advantage. All of this and more coming up on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Friday, December 23rd. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and for making Locked On Stars your first listen every single day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where or how you may choose to listen. And just a few housekeeping notes before we jump into today's episode with Christmas coming up. Uh, just wanting to let everyone know that there probably will not be an episode on Monday the 26th. I know I'll be spending time with family after Christmas, and I know many of you will be as well, as that is more of the quote-unquote recognized uh, holiday as far as you know work and jobs and things of that nature. So no episode on Monday. However, there probably will be an episode coming out tomorrow on Christmas Eve just to recap the game against the Canadians, and then we'll be back on the 27th previewing Dallas's matchup in Nashville against the Predator. So make note of that. No episode on Monday, but likely one more episode before Christmas coming out tomorrow, recapping the Stars matchup against Montreal, which that is what we are here to talk about today. And let's jump right into it. This is a, a weird game, but an important one for the Dallas Stars. And Montreal is certainly an intriguing opponent, not necessarily a, a team that you would expect to be an elite team, but also a team that was you know, that isn't necessarily the worst in the league either. Uh, they find themselves in a really weird spot and they may not necessarily appear to be what they seem. I mean, they are placed seventh in the Atlantic division. And if you just look at the ranking, you think, okay, Montreal is yet again, one of the worst teams in the NHL gunning for potentially the top spot at a chance to pick Connor Bedard. And that, well, that part of that might be true. There could be some fruit to that. I mean, you look at this team and they certainly uh, are not one of the worst teams in the league. 15, 15 and three good for 33 points. Uh, and really, you know, the middle of this Atlantic division is so peculiar because fourth place is the Detroit Red Wings with only 35 points. The top three Boston, Toronto, Tampa separating themselves a little bit. I believe the lightning at the time of recording this currently sitting at 41 points. So certainly a pretty healthy distance between the top three and Montreal, but they're certainly not one of the worst teams in the league. They're not, I, I think from what I've been able to see from them on the same level as Anaheim or, you know, even a team like Philadelphia, Columbus, San Jose, Chicago, Arizona, certainly not on that level, but at the same time, not a juggernaut, not a team that you really expect to beat the, the best in the NHL, not likely a playoff team this season, but they aren't absolute bums, which I think uh, is 
if you probably ask a Canadians fan and people that follow that team, probably a success for this season. They're starting to slowly but surely climb back upwards. Last season was pretty low for them, but they get the first overall pick in Uri Slavkovsky, and he's producing. He's not producing at maybe the level that some people would want to see, but he is finding ways to be effective on this roster. So a very interesting team coming from Canada uh, and of course some travel issues as well. They played Monday or Wednesday night rather in Colorado and instead of getting to travel straight to Dallas, the weather caused them to stay overnight. Haven't really seen too many updates at the time of recording, but they were supposed to have a practice in Dallas on Thursday that got canceled. So that is certainly something to factor into this game. The preparation for this Canadian team is being thrown off quite a bit. Uh, while Dallas is obviously in the area, they played at home on Wednesday night, and so things probably going about the same or normal for them as they prepare for this matchup. And this is the second and final meeting between these two teams this season. Dallas has already played Montreal once in Canada earlier this season in the first week of the season, really, and Dallas has already beaten them once. And it was a pretty impressive road game for the Stars. Maybe one of the best ones of the season that's been forgotten just because it feels like it was such a long time ago when in reality it was only about two months ago. Uh, in fact, just over two months. I believe they played on October 22nd, and this being December 23rd. And many will remember in that game, Joe Pavelski scored a hat trick. And this game, what really made it impressive was the Montreal Canadiens were playing hard, especially in the first two periods. And there were moments where they were scoring goals and seemed like they were going to make this a tightly contested contest throughout the entirety of the game. But really, anytime the Habs tried to climb back in or assert their dominance, the Dallas Stars responded with the goal. And more often than not, in that game, it was a goal from number 16, Joe Pavelski. But a really solid all-around game. Jake Ottinger with a nice performance. Jason Robertson, excellent Dell scoring goals in that game as well. And so the Stars will be looking to get a repeat of that performance. Hopefully a game where they can score four or five, if not more goals, and also find a way to shut down this Pretty impressive and top-heavy offensive attack for the Montreal Canadiens. The names you certainly have to take into account are the guys that are kind of shuffled in and out of this top six. And recently, these three playing on a top line together in Nick Suzuki, who has 15 goals and 16 assists in 33 games this season. Cole Caulfield, who I predicted to win the Calder last season. And if Marty St. Louis was the coach of the Canadiens all season, I think he very well could have won that award. Uh, but he's still impressive this season. 19 goals, 9 assists in 33 games. And then Kirby Dock coming over from the Chicago Blackhawks. 5 goals and 17 assists. Third on the team in points with 22. Also in 33 games played. And Kirby Dock every now and then gets moved from the top line to the second line. But over the past few games, from what I've been able to find, it seems like he's been playing on that top trio with Suzuki and Caulfield. And that is an absolutely lethal top line. And they do have some pretty decent depth as well, uh, including guys like Uri Slavkovsky, a good mix of some young and up-and-coming players, but also some veterans who have been around the league for a while and can be effective playmakers, effective goal scorers. So this is a team, like I said, to open the segment and open the show in a weird space where they're not one of the worst in the league, but they're certainly not ready just yet to be true playoff contenders. And from what I could kind of pick up from their most recent game, uh, a 2-1 overtime loss in Colorado against the Avs, there was a lot to like in that game from the Montreal Canadiens' perspective. They scored first. They were finding ways to play really aggressively in the neutral zone, and they were heavy heavy on the forecheck. But ultimately, Colorado was just a better team and eventually found a way to win that game. And I think if you're the Montreal Canadiens and, and you're on that team, you're a part of that coaching staff, you're just 
learning right now. You're finding ways to learn about your team and figure out what you do well and what needs to be improved upon, what holes and what gaps need to be filled in order for this to be truly a playoff contender yet again they have the young pieces they have the guys that they want to build around and now it's just a matter of actually building around those players and getting those key free agent and trade and draft acquisitions in order to make a, a really solid and deep roster and so they're going upwards but it's just not their time yet and so this is uh, a game that's pretty important for both teams i'm sure the canadians would like to get a win as well before they head back to canada for christmas although things have not been going super well for them as of late they are one three and one in their last five games and this is currently the third game of what will be seven straight on the road of course they will i believe get to go back to canada for christmas they'll have a few days off just like the stars and every other team in the national hockey league for a few days but then they're going to have to head right back out on the road for some pretty tough games and so they're sliding a little bit right now starting to lose a good handful of games and some of them by pretty big margins so this should be an interesting matchup to see one how they respond after not playing well over the past week or so and of course dropping a game in overtime to the avalanche a game that they probably felt like they should have won or you know had an opportunity to win maybe even in regulation so going to be interesting to see how they respond to that as well as you know having their travel plans and their practice plans thrown off as opposed to the stars who things are going normal but they also took a rough loss on wednesday night well we're going to take a quick break but when we come back we will continue to talk about this matchup and talk about why the dallas stars have a massive offensive advantage in this game and whether or not they can execute on that more on that right after this did you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence? That's right. Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even in states where marijuana is legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI. And if you think law enforcement officers can't tell when you're driving high, you're wrong. Your friends can tell. Your coworkers can tell. Even your parents can tell. Everyone can tell. So what makes you think that law enforcement officers don't know when you are driving high? Driving under the influence of marijuana can slow your response time and change how you perceive time and speed. So even if you think you're fine to drive when you're high, you're not. Because the bottom line is, if you feel different, you will drive different. And driving high is driving under the influence. So remember, drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by the NHTSA. I want to thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Continuing to talk about tonight's game. The Canadians coming into town from Montreal to take on the Stars for the final time this season. And this, again, an important game for the Dallas Stars, especially after Wednesday night's punch in the mouth. I mean, a pretty competitive game until the third period. And then the Edmonton Oilers pounce on a few mistakes from Dallas to win that one 6-3. to three. Dallas desperately needing to get back into the win column, get two points before they take several days off for the Christmas break. And then, of course, a few tough divisional road games await them on the other side of that break. But things look pretty good for the Stars in this matchup on paper. It's just a matter of whether or not they can find a way to execute and be the best versions of themselves that they can be. They boast several different advantages in this matchup, especially offensively the Dallas Stars are one of the best teams in the league on offense top three in goals scored with 121 whereas opposed to the Montreal Canadiens only 89 goals scored this season and the Stars also one of the better teams in the upper end of the league and goals against one of the better defensive teams only allowing 95 goals where the Canadians have allowed 114 goals against 
and the penalty kill. Honestly, not too much separation there, although the Stars still a top five unit in the league. 83.1% of the time, they're killing off penalties, wherein the Canadians, not too bad themselves, about middle of the pack, 78.8% on the penalty kill. But where things really start to draw apart and where the attention should be placed is on the power play. The Stars, a top 10 unit in the league, executing 25.7%, almost 26% of the time, finding ways to score on the man advantage. And then you have the Montreal Canadiens coming in at 32nd in power play percentage, only executing on the man advantage 13.6% of the time. They have gone 14 for 103, or out of 103, rather, on the man advantage this season. One of, if not the worst, power play units in the National Hockey League. And really, I mean, it complements with an offense that certainly has its moments and can score in flashes, but isn't a deadly lineup night in and night out where you have to take account for, you know, three out of the four lines being absolutely deadly, kind of like you have had to do with the Dallas Stars at several different points this season. And what makes this power play stat even more interesting is the fact that the Montreal Canadiens are not a very disciplined team. The Stars have 355 penalty minutes this season, and the Montreal Canadiens have 391. I believe that puts them in the top five. And both teams are actually tied four times shorthanded. Um, around 118, both time both teams have been shorthanded the same amount of time. So the stars, I mean, we really don't have room to talk about being disciplined as the stars have certainly had their fair share of run-ins with penalty trouble and giving teams too many chances on the power play. But the Montreal Canadiens can also relate to that quite a bit. And so if this game comes down to power plays and who wins that battle, which it very well could, given that both of these teams have a tendency to sometimes play undisciplined and commit you know, dumb and stupid penalties, the Stars could have a huge advantage. And this is something that they absolutely have to take advantage of. We talk a lot about the Stars having a good power play, but a lot of times they go up against these teams that play incredibly disciplined hockey, that play soundly on both sides of the ice. But the Canadians, I mean, they're a young team. They're still learning. They're still growing. And that includes offense, defense, and also just discipline uh, and being able to overcome obstacles as far as you know hooking tripping roughing interference things of that nature it's still things that a lot of these younger guys are figuring out what they can and can't do and when's the right time to try to use a stick for a poke check or you know and sometimes penalties just happen in bizarre accidental situations but they still find themselves in the penalty box and so it's going to be very very intriguing to see one how many penalties get committed in this game who leads the game in penalty minutes, and if the Stars get their opportunities, can they execute on the power play more often than not? And we're finally starting to see the power play kind of get back into a rhythm. After a little bit of a slump, they, of course, score a big goal to tie the game. Mason Marchment to Tyler Sagan on Wednesday night, and we almost saw Jamie Benn get one on the power play as well. This would be another great game to continue that streak, to continue that trend back upwards and getting the Stars power play back into the top five where it was earlier this season and it's not just on the offensive side i think the stars also boast the advantage in goalie play as well i imagine we will see jay gottinger in this game got to put your best guy out there the final game before an extended break uh, and give him an opportunity to play and give him you know the chance to give his team uh, the best opportunity to win jay gottinger coming in with a 2.47 goals against average and a 919 save percentage and for the Montreal Canadiens, Jake, Jake Allen has gotten the majority of starts this season with a 9-12-1 record, a 3-2-7 goals against average, and a 900 save percentage. And then Sam Montembeau, who many will remember came into Dallas last season and put on an absolute clinic 
He is 6-3 and 2 this season in the backup role with a 2.89 goals against average and a 9-12 save percentage. So not too much difference in the numbers here, although Jake Allen with more starts, a little bit bigger of a sample size. If I were to guess, I imagine that's who we will see in net against the Stars, but Montembeau also apparently has a thing for shutting down the Stars as he did the last time this team came to Dallas. So not really either goalie to be too worried over, I, I think, unless they're just going to put on an absolute show like some goalies tend to do against the Stars team. But you have to imagine that Jake Ottinger is going to come in prepared and ready to go. I think he played fine on Wednesday night, but especially at the end there, just got put in some disadvantageous situations. The Miro Haskinen turnover, and then, of course, that fifth goal that he allows. I mean, not many goalies are going to be able to beat Connor McDavid one-on-one -on -one when he has that kind of space and when he's coming at you at full speed. Up to that point, I think Jake Ottinger had done a really solid job, and I think that he will bounce back well tonight in a game that features offensive talent on the opposing team, but maybe not quite as much as a squad like Edmonton or Toronto uh, or some of the other teams that the Stars have played recently that boast some pretty good talent, especially some of those road games, the Devils, the Penguins, the Hurricanes, uh, teams like that. A great opportunity for the team in general to bounce back, and especially Jake Ottinger and some of the defensemen to try to get some of their mojo back before going into this Christmas break. Well, we're going to take one more quick pause, but when we come back, we will talk about why this game is so important for the Stars to win because things are starting to heat up in the Central Division. Closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars, finishing up this preview of tonight's matchup, the Stars and the Montreal Canadiens. And like I've said multiple times this show, this is a very important game. It's absolutely crucial to go into these, this next few days, this Christmas break, with a win. You want to get two points. You want to be able to not be wondering what if or dreading uh, the fact that you lost to a team that you probably should beat. I mean, it's important for the Stars to get two points here. And we say this when they play these teams that are at the bottom of their divisions. It's important to get two points when you play inferior opponents, especially when you do so at home. And the Stars have done a decent job at that. They've beaten some of the worst teams in the league at home, like Anaheim. They beat Ottawa a while back at home uh, on their last homestand. But we've also seen them struggle against teams like the San Jose Sharks whenever they play them at home. And so... You don't want to fall into another situation like that. You want to get out to a lead early and find a way to get a resounding win over a team that you should beat. I mean, this Canadian team has talent. Again, they're trending upwards. They're finding things out about themselves and learning what they need to be able to build on as a team. Uh, and you don't want to give them a win here. You want to get two points yourself and go into the break with some confidence before coming back out ready to go with some tough games coming up on the road against divisional opponents against Nashville and Minnesota. And this is really just important because at the end of the day, the central division where the Dallas stars are playing and are members of, this is not a division that's going to be forgiving if the stars slip in games like this. I mean, games like this matter in the sense that you got to get those points added to the bank. I mean, and that's something that coach DeBoer has touched on all season. This team has done a pretty good job at consistently adding points to their record, even if it is overtime losses. But this is an important one to get two in. And even at the time of recording this, the Stars could already be out of first in the central and maybe be in second. I'm recording this before the Winnipeg Boston game and the Minnesota San Jose game. Uh, but there's a good chance that maybe Minnesota has beaten the Sharks on game two of a back to back, I believe. And Winnipeg playing in Boston, that's a tough outing, but this is a great Winnipeg Jets team this season. Should be one of the better matchups of the night, or I'm sure it was by the time you're hearing this. Both those results are in, and if the Jets win that game, they're back in first 
in the Central Division. And so, I mean, Winnipeg has been around the top all season. Minnesota is really starting to heat up and finding their footing. The Jets at the time of recording this 43 points, the Wild at the time of recording 40, and then even the Colorado Avalanche while recording this at 38 points, and they're not even at full strength. They're starting to get healthy again and starting to slowly but surely get some of their best players back. Gabriel Landeskog still hasn't played this season, but he's coming back within the next few weeks. Nathan McKinnon. And then, of course, you still have Kale McCarr and Miko Rantanen out there making an impact even with the absence of some of those aforementioned star players. And then, of course, even in the Pacific Division, you have teams like the Vegas Golden Knights who are starting to slip a little bit due to injuries and also just some poor play. This is a great chance for the stars to get some points and add a little bit to their stock and maybe eventually get to a place where they can surpass the Golden Knights and hold the best record or at least hold the most points in the NHL. Really important game and absolutely crucial. It's critical that the Dallas Stars find a way to get two points against a team that they need to beat, a team that they should beat. And really, I mean, just on paper, on ice, they should beat them, but also a lot of circumstances out of the control of Montreal, unable to travel to Dallas when they've wanted to, unable to get their practices in, a game that where all the advantages seem to be pointing to the Stars. So hopefully we will see a Dallas Stars win, and I can't really think of a much better gift if you are a Dallas Stars fan. But that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you so much again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. Um, be sure to tune in tomorrow as I'll be doing my best to get an episode out if you want to recap and my thoughts and probably some post-game sound bites from this matchup. And then we will be back here again on Tuesday, uh, getting ready for the Stars game in Nashville against the Predators. Remember, no episode on Monday, the 26th, but we will be back on the 27th and likely an episode dropping tomorrow on Christmas Eve. But I hope you guys have a great day. Stay warm, stay safe. And if you're going to the game on Friday or tonight, really, be loud, wear green, go Stars. You guys know the drill, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.